Vladam Pound Vladam Pound Vladam Pound It's top shelf Vladam Pound Fam life my friends so kick it Vladam Welcome, welcome, welcome to another installment of the Top Shelf Podcast, a footballing podcast. Follow us at the Top Shelf Pod on Instagram, at Park Slope United on Instagram. And it's week two of Football is Back. Yeah, we're still back, baby. German style, unless you're watching, uh, still watching the Belarusian Premier League <laughs> or Korean soccer. Uh, but real football is back. German football is back. So we're all very excited. Uh, and it's been a great opportunity for all of us to watch a league that we don't necessarily watch every day. But first, this is what it's going to look like today. We're going to go around the room. We're going to maybe touch on a couple of segments. And then we're going to go straight into just uh, some Bundesliga talk. So, shall we go around the room in the form of Mr. Leo? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? To, how you doing, guys? You know, just um, basically was making a little uh, fried chicken today. Uh, cook, put that shit in buttermilk for about an oh. hour, then you know, deep fried it. So I was about to Ooh. eat my sandwich, and then realized that we had this podcast, and I was like, damn, all right, I better put this away. I'll eat it later. <laughs> And then uh, later tonight, oh, you know, man. I'm going to enjoy a delicious uh, Georgia peach Coca-Cola. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that one, but it's amazing. So Georgia peach that. Coca-Cola topped off with a delicious French bread, uh, you know, some um, caramelized onions, a delicious piece of fried chicken on top of that with some bread. And I'm going to eat that tonight while watching uh, the extended version of Harry Potter because I'm an absolute nerd and geek. I love it. What's it cooking up? Wow, you just got to the, What's it cooking I'm up? so first hungry. so hungry, guys. What's it cooking up? Oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm so hungry. It's not even funny, actually. This shit's taking my time right now. I'm kidding. I love it. Uh, that's why I came on immediately. I started moving stuff around because, like, I had because my girl's got this art room. If you guys notice, you know, yeah, she beautiful. set it up so she's got art over the room and like there was art over the desk. So I had to like move all that shit and just like quickly get on because obviously I, I love doing this with you boys. So you know, had to no, make no, sure my great. voice was heard. No, it's great, great. I mean, is it oh, is it me or? Is, are one of your first thoughts in the morning what you're going to be eating for dinner? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. All the time. No, every just, morning in quarantine. That's just every you guys. morning in quarantine. Let me ask you guys. See, I'm the type of person. I'm, I'm like a, in, in the minority, I think. If someone offered you, the t- like in the future, you could take this pill and you've got enough nutrients and sustenance for a full month, would you take it or would you still do the food every oh, day? Hell no. Hell no! I, I would no, I respect that, and we're from different places. We can we have different bloodlines, you and me. You know, so it's like <laughs> food is what? not part of my culture. I'll put it that way. I, I, I resent you for even bringing that up. Why? Absolutely not. There was a Garfield um, cartoon about that exact thing. There, there was you a sure it wasn't that, Simpsons. You sure it wasn't? No, it was Garfield. It's Garfield, and, and he could take one pill. And he wouldn't have to eat anything, and and he does it. And he just goes so like crazy and just starts like his version of attacking people, getting his lasagna back. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he was an addict, though. You know, like I'm not addicted to food, man. You know, like I like uh, I don't know. It's weird. I think that's why I said I think I'm in the minority of people that would say yeah. I think give me the pill. Like I feel like that would free up a lot of time for me. 
No, I think I'm it's because gonna... all, you're just eating kale out there. Like, eat some real food <laughs> and you're going to feel differently. The only yeah, reason why I would say yes is is if, if you were a little overweight. If you were trying to lose some weight, you know, trying to get into the best shape of your life, then yes. I would absolutely 100% take the pill just for one month. You know, just to okay. lose that little extra excess fat and whatnot. And then, yeah, get right back to food. But not having food for like the rest of the year not happening that's just absolutely not happening i need food no. i need something to crunch on something you know mm. the textures in your mouth the taste the uh everything about food you know especially when you make it yourself i think it's 10 times more satisfying so there you i go. need you guys to teach me then i need you guys to teach me that passion that love you know mm -mm. Th those of us who wake up in the morning and our, our first thought is about dinner we're not gonna be satisfied to wake up in the morning and be like, ooh, blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean the red pill? Matrix, oh, baby, the Yeah, man, I mean, uh, food is great. I, I, I love it, I love it. Uh, we got yeah. some food on the way right now, some Thai food. I guess I'll go. We got some Thai food on the way right now. Good. Um, we had some guests over, just two people over some, uh, for a little barbecuing on Friday. So that was fun. Uh, got a little, got a little drunk, you know. First time in the new house in the backyard, chilling out with some people. So it was good. Um, just starting to feel a little bit back to normal. Although uh, Amanda and I aren't really like huge social butterflies out here anyway, but we're feeling good. We might have, you know, just might wait a few more weeks and then have another two people over. You know, trickle, trickle people, just trickle. Did you guys practice social distancing, or was this basically like, yeah, was he like up in your no, face, like breathing on was, you? No, it was funny because like when they when they came over, we were like, we went for the hug. We we're like, uh, uh, what are we supposed <laughs> to do right now? And we just kind of like each other. We still gotta hug each each other. I gave him like my elbow, and I was like, all right, all right, there you go. Uh, that's that's the only touch you, you, you get. No, like you you didn't do like a sports thing. You didn't like slap him in the ass. Like, hey, buddy, yeah, all right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It was, it was a pretty, I mean, we didn't like mean to, but we were separate the whole night. So it was social distancing for the most part. Social distancing, drink, social distancing drinking. So it was fun. Yeah, the, the first moment I hear you cough on this uh, podcast, yeah, dude, um, <laughs> no, I'm going to realize no. what you have immediately. <laughs> nah, we're good. We're good. But what about you, Nate? How you doing? I'm doing well. My wife and I took a little trip down the Jersey Shore. For the first time went to atlantic Whoa. city drove down to cape may took a little walk it was a lovely little excursion fantastic um you stay in your car or you leave the no, car? no no we we got out in ocean city and in cape may was it crowded no there was like nobody mad cold wow. we 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 had like stuff to to a blanket to lay on or whatnot and we got out and the wind is like ripping and it's like 50s were Okay, let's buy a sweatshirt so we can be here all afternoon. Um, well, smart, smart. So Hit it before romantic. it gets too uh, crowded. But what I'm cooking up is lots of pies. Ooh. I've made Ooh, four have pies in the last three weeks. And I, let me just say this. There's only two people to share said pies. That's too much pie every single <laughs> week. That's an Wait, average of like 1.5 slices of pie every night for, um, <laughs> for the last three weeks. <laughs> That sounds awesome. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why you're <laughs> Last two weeks have been pumpkin. Last awesome. two weeks have been pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. A little uh, ice cream or a little whipped cream? <sighs> or a lot of whipped cream, actually. What, what, what? What's great is you can switch it up. You can eat it cold. You can eat it hot. 
you know, <laughs> you can crumble it up. You it's can. Better cold. It's better cold. And just yeah, just it, so our viewers understand, this dude is skinny as fuck. All right, like mm-hmm. he can eat anything he wants for the rest of his life and not gain a, an ounce of weight. So you're lucky. We'll see how long that goes in quarantine. Yeah, th- 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 there's a reason I'm leaning the way I am in Zoom, showing just like my shoulders. And, and- <laughs> 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 what about you, Pat? What's going on? Uh, sh- really not. I've been spending a lot of time in the garden. I- Officially, uh, I guess a quick impromptu garden update because I, I spent all Pat's weekend. Pat's garden. Hey, everybody, it's Pat's garden. Pat's garden. What's he growing today? Pat's garden. Pat's garden. Pat's garden. Pat's Pat's garden. garden. Weekend weeding. We Pat's got garden. rain all weekend. Weeding. Oh, I hate weeds. Yeah. And I mean, you guys have seen pictures of my garden. It's pretty big. And there's, so there's a lot of little weeds that are starting to. So I'm trying to stay on top of it, which means just a lot of time just digging through the, the dirt. But. Oh, speaking of uh, weeds, you know what I ordered today? Oh, Have you guys heard of Sunday Lawn Care? Nope. What is no. that? No. So this is the 21st century, okay? This is like, um, you know those little like meals you could prepare for yourself that they mail to you at your house? Yes. Uh, like yeah. the apron and shit? This yeah, is like, like that, but for your lawn. This is like that, but for your lawn. They mail you a lawn kit. They actually look at your lawn via satellite, see how much uh, square footage you have and what the kind of lawn you have. Like I have an acidic lawn and it's wet usually because of my climate. <laughs> and um, and they send you this personalized pack for your lawn to take care of the weeds. And you know, you answer a few questions and you just hook that baby up to your hose. You, you spray it down and you know, does the magic man i'm so excited i'm 33 years old you can that's, definitely tell yeah right uh, <laughs> i'm, I'm not that. gonna lie if i'm gonna be like yo that's some hella voyeur shit like that's some weird shit dude they're they're, they're looking at you from satellites next time next time dude go out there ass naked and then order it <laughs> in the grass ass naked all right i'm just like yeah, they are your lawn. No, that's Let's definitely fun. Like you said, Kay, you know that. you're 33 years old when you're like, oh, my lawn is acidic. That's why it, it is the way it is. Now I know. Let me. I'm pumped. I get to figure that out now. Yeah, Adjust it towards it. neutral. I'm just imagining Kay out there with the hose, with the sprayer in like a, a, a house coat, you know, some slippers. Dude, no, I, I, I'm such an old man. I go out there before I go to bed with like my drink, just like looking at all the plants, inspecting everything, making sure everything's okay, like talking <laughs> to my plants. Oh my God. Now weird. your garden looks really good, man. We've been doing some consulting, Kay and I, well back and forth on, on some yes. garden, making sure we had to, we rescued a, a couple tomato plants this week. Yes, they're about to die. Ask, in, Minnesota, in Minnesota, can you see the stars, dude? Like, do you have telescope yet? Because <laughs> like, I feel like in Minnesota, there's really, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to disrespect any Minnesotians. But, you know, there's probably not that much light pollution, you know, not that many people. So can you, like, see the stars? Can you get a telescope yeah. and see the stars yeah, and stuff you, like that? Yeah, it's, that's the fir- one of the first things I noticed when I moved here. I was like, oh, my God. That's pretty the cool. The stars. That's pretty cool. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I got a little new uh, little jingle for us today. This is a Bundesliga update. Yo. I know that's Amanda's voice. I definitely know that's Amanda's voice. A Bundesliga update. That's great. Oh my god, that's Amanda's voice. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> I like how she's become our de facto voiceover artist Yo, for all for of real. She's yeah, killing it. When I, when I can't think of anything to do, I just get Amanda to come in here <laughs> and say something. And 
don't even act like she's not like, yes, I fucking get to <laughs> no, She came in here pretty quick, gotta say. Yeah. She did come in here pretty quick. <laughs> but Bundesliga, I mean, it's back. It's the first of the major leagues to peep its head out of this coronavirus just debacle. And we're loving it. We're loving every second of it. Uh, we have our little Zoom party, Bundesliga watch party every weekend now. And uh, I think it's safe to say we're all Dortmund fans. Oh, I mean, yeah. Let's know. go. Dortmund. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Love that squad. What? Striking Viking, buttery bandit. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. Else, yeah. Did you, what else did you have, Pat? What else did you well, have? The new, one, the, the new one this week is the Aurora Scorialis. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, so – but I don't. I don't have three. I just got one this week. But because I got, they got to be strong. The right. The Thor of score. The Thor of score. score yes. Pat, you have a gift. You have yeah, a gift. I'm, I know now. The pressure's on though. Aurora Scorialis. That's by far the best one. Because <laughs> he's a flash, man. He's a flash. He's just a flash in the pan right now. Wow. We'll see. Yeah, but I mean, per- personally, my first time really sitting down and watching Bundesliga for more than just one game. And I'm very impressed by the level of play. Obviously, we've known that the Bundesliga has been a top league for a while, but especially when it comes to Dortmund, man, I would just take that team, drop them in the Premier League, and I am so curious to see what they could do. Uh, What do you guys think about that? Take Dortmund, drop them in the Premier League as is. Where are they finishing? Ooh. I'm going to say, see, I'm going to go top six. That's all I can say. But I think they would be in the top six. They'd be in the in the four, five, six range, I think. I mean, but the thing Not is- third? Mm. Uh, for me, that's pushing it. I think that's pushing it for me. Because the, because the difference between the Bundesliga and the Premier League, in my opinion, the slight difference, they're both really fast, strong, like high-paced leagues. But the thing about the Premier League is the technical skill in the Premier League, in my opinion, is much higher than the Bundesliga in general. And like Dortmund looks like a bunch of wizards out there because they're they're playing against a lot of teams that aren't necessarily they don't have a bunch of technically gifted players. So as soon as you put them on a, on another field with a bunch of technically gifted players, they're automatically evenly matched and they can play the same kind of game. So it's just a matter of that. I, I think Dortmund is super talented, which is why I would give them a top six if they didn't have the talent like the Sanchos and the Hollands. You know, and uh, even Hazard looks pretty good. And I, I really like Delaney and Bitzel in the midfield. You know, they have a strong defense too. So, uh, no, and Hakimi out wide. And Rafael Guerrero is another super underrated player, in my opinion. Um, and you see, I, I love, I love where, where Caleb took that. And it makes you question whether or not, to be honest, why isn't there just a super league? Why isn't there, you know, the top five teams from Europe I mean, I'm sorry, the f- top five teams from England, from Italy, from La Liga, from the Bundesliga, like this would be the most incredible league in the world. We would see talent beyond talent. We would see games beyond games. I mean, we would just see so much beauty in soccer if they decided to do this. And yes, they could still have a relegation. You know, you go back into your individual leagues. But to be honest, it comes to a point where you ask yourself, why the hell isn't there a Super League at this point in time? I'm just saying. Like I'm curious where you Nate uh, uh, would put Dortmund in the Premier League. Well, I, I was thinking third because I'm thinking after Man City and Liverpool, but then after thinking, what the hell is wrong? oh yeah, yeah. no 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 oh, okay, Liverpool yeah, okay. and City ahead of them. <laughs> okay, then I was thinking, no okay, okay. and then I was thinking, well, 
you know what? They do have these like talented 19 and 20 year olds, but we've seen it. Premier League is tough. Arsenal have tried that game with top guys, the the Fabregas's of the world, etc., and couldn't break through. Look at Chelsea. They have experienced and top quality players. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put them in that three to five range. Definitely ahead of Spurs, wherever they are ahead of Spurs. <laughs> Spoken like a true Spurs fan. <laughs> yeah. No, I think those are all great points. And I don't know if it's, um, I guess, the high and energy they have of coming back off of a long break. But uh, if they're playing this attractive football right off the bat of a long break and, and uh, in, in the quote-unquote middle of a season – it, it it does make me wonder what they could do in the Premier League, but as we both as we all know, the Premier League is a very long, grueling um, campaign, and it's not just about how you play football, but how other teams play football against you. I think that's what makes the Premier League the craziest league because you're gonna hit that bottom three, and they're gonna they're gonna give you a game, you know, and they they might give you a game in ways you don't even understand. Yeah, but in um, K, watching Union Berlin just just mm-hmm. roll over versus Bayern Munich, watching Mainz give no trouble to RB Leipzig, like the bottom teams of the EPL, and not even bottom mm-hmm. teams, but to hold the whole bottom half, those teams are quality, That's absolute true. quality compared to straight hot garbage. I mean, these teams hot. are not competing at all against these top four teams. So it almost looked. As if some of these were like kind of friendly scrimmages, <laughs> yeah. you know, like and Kay, we've been watching. Yeah, Kay, what, what I had said, what I think the theory about like the disparity between that, and I'm sorry to just jump in. I didn't mean to, to cut you off, but I had mentioned that I think, especially in this early round when teams haven't even really been able to train together in ways that they're used to, that when you're looking at uh, a break like this, the teams that come back that have the talented individual players – are always going to look better than the teams that have to play a strategic, organized, like orchestrated, um, have to maintain discipline and shape. Like that requires rehearsal and practice and repetition, whereas talent can just show up and play. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be common throughout all the leagues that the top teams with the talented players are going to come out of the box screaming, you know, and the lower half of the leagues are going to be are going to be in trouble still off the bat because they're going to need time and repetitions in order to get back to playing the way that they're used to. Well, I think it's also interesting about it's showing that EPL depth matters so much more than I think the other leagues, because if every single game is a dogfight like this, you're looking at against the union Berlin's and the mindsets, you can rest guys. You don't need to play all your best, your best players. You're going to be able to rotate it. And you know that that's a win just about versus the Premier League where you cannot rotate that same way. Like, if you rotate, the guy who comes in has to be quality. You have to bring in a Ma- – if you want to be competing for a title, you need to be bringing Amares off the bench if you actually have those ambitions. Uh, it's, either you, it's, yeah, it's either you have a very d- deep squad, as you say, or you don't rotate at all. And you just keep the same 11 every week. Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool. But when you're looking at those team play, man, like RB Leitzberg, Bayern Munich, uh, you know, Borussia Dortmund. And I've said this before, yo. You you seriously don't think those dudes, all those teams broke quarantine 
fuck? Yes, they did. Uh, we'll see it. We'll see when the Premier League starts. Dude, you those, know? Team, those teams were playing a top level. They like RB Lightsburg, white minds. I mean, they might as well have taken tissue and wiped their ass with it. It was that simple for them. Like RB Lightsburg got just completely destroyed minds today. It was a joke. I'm telling you, those guys definitely broke quarantine and did what they had to do to get ready for the rest of the season because well, it was going to be a dog fight. Well, Leo, I don't I'm know just about like, the bottom teams, but we'll see. Yeah, well, just like I was saying, Leipzig uh, or Leipzig, I mean. Leipzig is, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I was holding my tongue. They got a lot of good players. We were talking about their roster, man. Leipzig has a lot of really good players. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm infamous for saying names. It's really bad, you know? I'm sorry, I gotta say. Don't know. Don't ever apologize. It's just a, become a thing. That's great. Um, no, it, it, and what I really um, also wanted to say is when we see the Premier League come back, we're gonna really see, as Leo was saying with his conspiracy theory, uh, who's been out training, who's been out uh, just eating donuts for the past uh, two months because some of these teams look real tight and some of them look like hot garbage, as Nate said. So that's going to be really interesting to see, especially my team. Like, what are we going to look like? We're going to be as sharp as we were for the past two years? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, so. y'all, y'all are going to lose the Premier League, bro. I oh, guarantee. take it easy. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this. games left. You guys only need, like, what? How many games do you need to win in order to win it? Two. Three? Two? Two. <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. You guys only need to win let let me say this. This is why we hired Josie Mourinho for exactly this type of situation <laughs> where there's blurred ethical lines. We want the dark arts wizard. You know he has the Spurs players like under a mountain somewhere doing some training. Wait, and that makes yep. me question, where are you guys on the table? Because I guarantee you by the end of this, you guys are going to be in the top four for a Champions League place. I don't know why, but like the fact that you're talking about this dark wizardry, you know, Voldemort <laughs> shit, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, these guys are definitely going to make top four with, with Mourinho at the helm for some odd reason, dude. Oh, God. Hey, maybe. maybe. Voldemortinho. <laughs> uh, Voldemortinho! Yeah, well, I don't know. It'd be tough for Tottenham at this point with all, all right, the so- other teams. And above can, them. We got Sheffield above them. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And since we were talking about the Bundesliga, I, I had this question. I'd be curious of all your answers for your individual teams. All the all three of these German uh, Bundesliga players are, are, are linked to Premier League squads, but uh, Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, or Julian Brandt. So, Which yeah. of these players are you taking for your squad? Yeah, so j- just a little preface on that is uh, – you know, everybody who's listening to the podcast knows who our individual squads are, so we're not going to go into that. But I, I proposed the question earlier, who would you take after watching the Bundesliga for two weeks? And, I mean, there's only been three really big stars. Plus, you forgot one more star in there, my friend, and that is... Zablond Bama Update. <laughs> Zablon Bama update. Scandinavian shark. Yes, the buttery bandit, the blonde bomber, the Thor of score. Thor of score. Aurora Scorialis is the new one. So you got Havertz, Holland, Werner, and Brandt. And there are four of us here. So I... Who do you want for your team? And I, I... Everybody knows who I want. I guess I'll start. Um, I've been licking my lips over uh, Julian Brandt, Brandt for a long time. I 
I, I think he could fit so perfectly into the Liverpool squad, so composed on the ball, good one-on-one, good creativity, good shot, great passing, left or right. He can freely roam wherever he wants in the midfield, wherever he wants up front. The kid just oozes class. I want him for my club. Uh, however, I, sh- I believe that ship has sailed, but a man can dream. Leo, who would you take? 100% Kai Havertz. I mean, with David Silva basically retiring, about to go you know, to the MLS, possibly Miami FC, wow. I would take Kai Havertz. And don't get me wrong, it's not the fact that I don't want Phil Foden to take his place. It's just the fact <sighs> that I don't particularly think Phil Foden is 100% ready for that top level. I think he still needs a little bit of time in order to, I don't know, I think he still needs a little bit of time to to develop and to be a lot more technical in the sense of David Silva's style. Kai Havertz already has it. He's already good to go. And if I had to pick anybody to get into my team right now because we desperately need somebody like that, somebody who can open a defense Jesus and just Christ. click with each other back and forth, it would be Kai Havertz. Leo, I just, I just said Jesus Christ because I just realized I just had a thought of the city midfield being Rodri, Kai Havertz, and Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, oh, just, dude. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about that myself. Kai Havertz and Kevin De Bruyne. Put him in the team. midfield. I'm sorry. That's scary. That's unbelievably one of the most scariest scary. things I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. You're absolutely right. I completely agree with you, Pat. Wow. I didn't even think about it that way, dude. Ooh. I was just thinking about the fact that David Silva was retiring. But the fact that Kevin De Bruyne and Kai Havertz could be in the same team. Wow. And here's also like uh, Havertz is a big dude too, man. Yeah, like, I on know. the pitch, he's so much bigger than everybody else on the pitch. I want I don't know how tall he is, but like I know David Silva's what, like five eight, five nine, maybe. Havertz has to be over six feet tall. So that's another added I, element that City could benefit from if he were. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Especially in the Premier League where you need strength and you need height. Yeah, exactly. The man can head the ball, the man can shoot the ball, the man is versatile, he can play in the wing, forward, midfield. Wow. Kai to me is an all around player. All around playoff. All right, so, I love so that. yeah, so Nate, what about you? And I know you want to give a special shout out to another German Bundesliga player. I mean, of those guys, give me Kai Havertz. Uh-huh. Although, let's be honest, I'll take Holland so we can get Kane if he's not back to 100. <laughs> Hopefully, his ankles are healed in this time. If there's anyone who needs this time, it will be Kane. So hopefully, he's back to being a real a real professional footballer. But I want to give a shout out. To, I can I please have every single player on RB Leipzig? I was looking at it, I was like, <laughs> player for player, and I'm like, they're better than us at every single position on the entire field. This is a joke. And Marcel Sabitzer absolutely was a general against us in the Champions League and made us look like little, little baby boys. And in this game, this weekend was a complete general as well. So efficient. He's a he, he's like we need him to be what Bruno Fernandez is to Man U. I feel like that guy comes in and he just creates a, a, a team around him. But I could also give me some some Upamecano, that center back for for Leipzig. Oh, yeah, he's another that guy too. That guy's gonna be top. He's gonna be Yo, another like Kulu. Tottenham. Tottenham would benefit so much from a player like Upamakamu, man. Please. That guy's so much better than um, 
our, every our, every our, defender that you have on your roster. Well, I'm just letting yeah. you guys know we probably have the best chance of getting him. Why you may ask? Please, I will gladly explain. Due to the fact that you have um, City could use him too, I, big time. It's, no, 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 no. It's not Zinchenko. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this. Who is the left back that's over there on loan right now? Angelino, my man. Angelino right now is sitting on their team. He's been doing exceptionally well for him, for them. And the fact of the matter is, they're looking at the fact that Angelino will cost around $25 million, So they're trying to see who, first of all, Angelino wants to stay. He doesn't want to come back to Man City. So that's just a bonus and a plus for us. We want this defender because we don't have company anymore. We seriously need a defender who can back up Laporte. So having Angelino stay, the fact that he costs $25 million would deduct a good large amount on, on, on that defender, Upamemenko. I can't say his name properly. I do Upamemenko. <laughs> But we have the be- basically. I personally think that we have the best chance of getting him. And imagine him and Laporte together in the in the center back pairing. Ooh, wow! Are you kidding beautiful. me? Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Roll it over to me. I'll I'll just make the case for. And obviously, he's been heavily linked, but. For, for Liverpool right now, I, I think a player like Werner, and if I'm going to be totally honest with you, Kay, like I don't know how you feel, but there's a lot of talk about Real Madrid and, and Sadio Mane, like so much so that it's making me nervous. It's happening so frequently. Don't be nervous. It's okay. But, it's okay. you know, it's I'm just scared. And if, if, if a player like Mane were to leave, we need – if we are to maintain the way that we play, a player like Timo Werner just is, is the perfect uh, addition to the squad. You know, because I, just like everyone, I've been watching uh, Leipzig, and and this guy plays so mad the whole match. He is so angry. Nate, you made the point uh, earlier that I laughed at that uh, uh, Nagelsmann wouldn't even dream of taking him out. They were just wiping mains today, five nothing or whatever. <laughs> and there's no way Werner was coming out of the game. So well, and they were taking off everyone else. And, yeah, and exactly. The announcers thought that he was coming off, and he just started like walking to the other side of the field and like looking back angrily (laughs) yeah and he's like not a flashy player he's not scoring goals that are like defying belief you know that's not the type of player that he is but he's just definitely one of those super hungry angry players that finds a way to just be standing where the ball is inside the box you know and let uh, me ask you this yeah let me ask you this though if um if Mane leaves is Werner good enough to be a replacement for Mane in that position on the wing? Because we all know Werner is being touted as a replacement or a backup for Firmino. You know, could he yeah. play that wing? I actually think it's a better position for him, for Werner. Really? Because he's got the pace. He's not terribly big. He, he's, he's, I think, more naturally uh, uh, useful and talented to, to be running in behind defenders than he is trying to win the ball over them. Cause, cause hmm. uh, again, that hunger and that, that quickness and the speed and the pace, I think is, is something that's more dangerous. And uh, you know, that's part of Mane's game. I think Mane is a more evolved and complete player. And we were talking about this, maybe one of still to this day, the most underrated players in the entire world in so far as h- how complete his game is. So if you want to talk about it, can he replace Mane? I think the short answer is no, but I think if you put him out on the wing and you and you rely on Bobby to continue to be the player that he is, he'll find a way to to develop chemistry with uh, Werner and figure out each other's games in a way because that's how Klopp plays too, right? I mean, it's super free up front between those can, three. Can I say this? 
Yeah. To me, Mane is a real winger, like up and back, dribbling, yeah. defending all this stuff. To me, Werner is a right-footed Salah. He's a he's a an attacker. He's a guy who's making runs behind. He's the guy who who is staying high, getting the ball around the 18 and is super dangerous. I think he's way more dangerous around the box and way more competent than Mane is. And Mane is much more of the the both sides of the ball um, all the way around. I feel like Werner would be phenomenal on the left side of that front three across yeah. from Salah with Bobby dropping deep and just letting – Putting the ball That's in the my inclination too. Oh, it, okay. it works because Bobby is the player he is. That's why it would work. I was gonna say that makes sense because I was gonna say if you have Timo Werner, uh, ooh wow, Timo Werner as your striker, not happening. Timo Werner would be very unhappy just due to the fact due to the fact due to his role on the team. Roberto Firmino is the type of man that holds up the ball. Passes it to his wingers, allows wingers to do his thing. Hopefully, he gets the ball back in the middle to try to score. Half the damn time, if not 75% of the time, Mane or Salah are scoring goals. When it comes down to it, Timo Werner is not going to be scoring goals in that type of style that you guys play. So, if he's playing up front, I guarantee you the man's not going to be happy not scoring goals. Guaranteed. Good point. Just a good point. You know, if he, if, he, if he wants to be a part of our squad that bad, which we obviously know he does, um, he's going to have to adjust to whatever position that Klopp thinks is best for him. And I think that's what Klopp does the best is he waits. He's Werner might not be the type of player that comes in and automatically gets slotted in. It might take a few weeks to learn the system, see how it's going, um, and then, you know, he'll he'll – you know, get his opportunity, kind of like Amina Mino was doing before uh, this whole league got shut down. But yeah, you know, Klopp's not for the yeah, just a, a slight slip you in and you could just go. You know, he definitely wants you to earn your stripes before you go out there. So and, I like that. I just, I just want to confirm here. Mino Mino is what uh, nationality? Japanese. Japanese. Perfect. Then I was just about to say that, and and not that that's perfect. That's wonderful. I love the fact that you're Japanese. I'm just saying um, you might have the Japanese messy on your hands. The fact that, don't get me wrong, coronavirus is probably the worst thing that could have happened to the world at this moment in time. But with the league turned off the way it is, this could actually give a chance for Mino Mino, uh, Mino to practice with the team. Um, hopefully with the upcoming days and, and and hopefully the rest of the Premier League will restart, but he'll finally get a chance to really practice with the team in a more laid-back atmosphere. He'll really get to learn the way Liverpool play. And you and you guys might just have a brand-new player without having to sign anybody else. I mean, Mino Mino would be just absolutely insane by the time sure. he starts or by the time the new season starts. I'm yeah. really excited to see what this player is going to be able to do because like all players, Fabinho, we looked at him, we said, what the hell is going on? Why isn't Fabinho getting on the field? We never see this guy. Klopp, Klopp, genius. He waits, he waits, he waits. He allows players to be comfortable on the team. He allows players to really gel and uh, you know melt with the team correctly. We waited, we waited, we waited. Fabinho came on, kick multiple asses left and right all over the field, <laughs> grabbing all the players, passing it left and right. I'm just waiting for Mino Mino to do the same damn thing. I'm Telling you, you guys got to, you guys got possibly have the Japanese messy on your hands. I'm waiting for this guy to come in and just take it over. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to I'm take a big it fan, over. Leo. Yeah, I was, I thought it was a great signing, especially from the business side of, of things. 
a beautiful Isn't business. It? I mean, for every player to come on there, Henderson, didn't you tell me? Was it you, Pat? Was it you, Caleb? Um, uh, um, Henderson comes up to club. Uh, we need this guy on our team. I'm telling you right now, we played against them. If you don't get yeah, this guy on our team, team. You're fucking it's the whole team. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. So, um, what do you think, guys? Think that's good for today, or you got anything else to talk about? No, I, I think like that. I mean, we got tired, bro. <laughs> yeah, we. Well, Tuesday, uh, Dortmund versus yes. uh, Bayern. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? That's probably what we should talk about next week. It's Tuesday. Ooh, well, we could talk about this. Like, well, I just want to say a quick thing right here. I mean, this is the game of the games, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, uh, Borussia Dortmund, four points yes. away from Bayern Munich. We're at the top of the table. Yes. If, if, if Borussia take this one, they're only one point away. And that comes down, you know, to the final games of the season to see if Bayern Munich have the balls to keep the top spot, or is Borussia Dortmund going to pip it to them with Jordan Sancho and uh, you know the blonde, the buttery, what is the uh, the buttery bandit, the buttery bandit, baby? Yeah, yeah, no, and it's uh, it should also be said that Bayern's won the Bundesliga seven years in a row. Really? So Dortmund has a chance to uh, dethrone them. So there's a little bit of uh, added drama on that level too. Also. That's crazy, you know, and and then we we forget that um, the top four in general is very close because then you have um, RB Leipzig four points behind that, and then um, was it Leverkusen one point behind that? So it, it, it's a crazy, crazy end to the Bundesliga season, and I'm licking my lips because I want Dortmund to win. Yeah, they let's need go. to win, man. Let's, I'm a Dortmund fan. Let's do this. We need to buy some yellow win? shirts, man. We need to buy some yellow shirts. And I think yeah. you know, you know the reason I'm talking to you, um, Caleb, and you, uh, Pat. I think the reason you guys love Dortmund so much, not only because the team is absolutely fantastic and beautiful, but to be honest, when you're looking at the Dortmund game. Unfortunately, you don't have the fans there at this moment in time. God bless them. But when you're looking at a Dortmund game back in the day, I mean, those fans, that stadium is one of the sexiest stadiums I've ever seen in the world. The yellow wall, like, wow. Yeah, it's true. Wow, (laughs) to be a player on that field and just to see just yellow everywhere, almost reaching to the sky, almost touching God at that point in time. (laughs) Yeah. Poetic with it. Wow. It's almost the same feeling that you, obviously I've never been to live. I've never been to Anfield, and that's one of my dreams to be to, to you know to go there and just to see a game. But we always talk about the atmosphere that you get when you're at Anfield. You feel like you're in heaven, for God's sakes. I mean, you feel like everybody in there is just has one soul, one spirit, and they just want to sing and praise these players in Anfield. That's that's the way I feel when I'm looking at Dortmund play and the fans there. That's the way they are with their team. That's the way Anfield is with their team. I think that's really a, also very big reasons why you guys love Dortmund. Why we connect? 100%. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, interested to see where uh, – where Dortmund go as a club in the future because it's it's gotta be really frustrating not winning the league for like what seven years you said you know yeah. that's that's a long time like and I and I asked you guys the question earlier yesterday I believe it was when watching the game is Dortmund a selling club and everyone was like yes of course they're a selling club and they kind of remind me of where Liverpool were before we won the Champions League and kind of like three four years ago like a solid club. Great history, well-known, but at the end of the day, we're selling all our big players to better, quote-unquote, better clubs. Yep, and a lot of bigger what clubs, do we yeah. want for ourselves? Are we ever going to get anything for us? You know, And 
I kind of feel like that's where Dortmund is. I mean, don't get me wrong. The yellow wall, great fans, everything's great. But when are they going to get hungry? Well, you know, here's where it can change. Okay, here, here's the one thing that it can change. Where it can change is if Holland. There's of course an outside chance that Dortmund can keep both Holland and Jadon Sancho. Like it's not completely Possible. impossible. And because yeah. because this is the thing, if if players see this pattern repeated where these young players go and they get a chance to play and then they start playing very well and then other bigger clubs come along and buy them. If that's the example that all the players are setting, that's what other players are going to follow. They're going to follow that example. But really when that changes for a club like Dortmund is when a, a player like Virgil or a player like uh, Allison wants to go there because that's the place to be. So if players like Holland, like it's up to players like Holland, it's up to the young players to stay there and and commit to the the club, I think. And then but, that's when the script flips. But let me throw this out. Could the the flip be script? Could the script be flipped <laughs> yes. by yeah, people yeah, leaving yeah, and like failing? That. What about Coutinho leaving and what a bad two years he's had? And what about Usman Dembele leaving and what a bad two years he's had? And could that actually lead to people staying and being like, you know what? I had it pretty well. I was playing in front of a hundred thousand fans. I was making a ton of money. I was having a blast and there's not many bigger clubs. This is not like a little club. This is a huge club. That's like, you know, second tier. No, it's a great, it's a great point. And can we talk about Lucien Favre? He's doing an incredible job. He's killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. Of, of developing all these players. He's just, he's continuously over the last like two or three years shown how capable he is as a manager. So you could you could say that many things are in place for Dortmund uh, as far as they have the fan base, the the outreach, they have the the manager. They have the talent. Now if everyone just wants to stick around and, and figure it out together, then, uh, then they got uh, something good on their hands. Unless they get passed all of a sudden by RB Leipzig and, and Julian Nagelsmann as the ultimate selling club. And no, oh, okay, okay. And, and I got something to say about that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nate, for saying that. To add on to what Nate was saying, or, or, are Borussia Dortmund just the smartest, uh, just the smartest people I've ever seen? Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just conspiracy theory here. Conspiracy oh theory here. Just let's think about this for a second. All right. All right let's talk about this. I'm just going to say this real quick. Conspiracy theory is here. You talk about them being a selling club. Yet these guys continuously, I mean, when I mean continuously, I mean freaking every single time I see this team play, they have a brand new talent that they bought on the cheap from some other team. Yes? Am I incorrect on this? It's true. It's Claudio Reyna. So these guys are getting talent after talent after talent after talent, selling off this talent, as you guys are saying, yet they're getting huge Huge amounts of money for these guys. What I think Borussia Dortmund is doing is paying off their debts, getting a shitload of money in the bank, and when they are ready and proper, not like Man City. I am a Man City fan. I love Man City. Man City, somewhat, small, little bit, tiny bit, little tiny bit, bought their success with the amount of money that Sheikh Monsignor pumped into the club. The man put a billion dollars in this club like it was nothing. The man had money up his ass like it was nothing. That oil money just kept going through. You want a player? No problem. How much does he cost? 100 million? No problem. I'll pay for him. Borussia Dortmund is in that way. 
What they're doing, they're buying cheap-ass talent that is absolutely exceptional. They're making them superstars. They are selling them off for hundreds of millions of dollars. And then on top of that, they're keeping that dough in their bank. They are going to create a super team. You just have to wait. These guys are taking their sweet-ass time in order to create their superstar team. They are building that money, as most clubs should do. Some some clubs, unfortunately, like Man City. I love Man City. They're my team. I love them. But they bought their success just a little bit. But Bushu Dortmund is doing it naturally. Buying talent from lower leagues. Developing that talent. Going through the academy. Putting them directly into the first team. Selling that, buying that talent for $15 million, Selling it for eighty. Buying that talent for $20 million, Selling it for $120 million. Yeah. Also on Dembele. $137 million. These guys are going to create their super team when they're ready. Just give them time. Leo, I'm on your I'm I'm hopping on. I'm hopping on the conspiracy theory on that one. Give them time. I got hit the jingle, yeah. jingle. Conspiracy theories, yeah. You know, I'm definitely hopping conspiracy on that one. I think that's a great yeah. t- way to end it. Uh, conspiracy Pat. theories, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, chilling with Pancho Villa in Toronto eating gazpacho top with cilantro at a cafe, you know? So uh, go Dortmund, Liverpool. You'll never walk right, alone. I love you all. With that, with that, we uh, we say goodbye. The garden's good, baby. We grow in veggies all day, baby. <laughs> and we love you guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya. Mm-hmm.